So let's get started. Yeah. Uh, so introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Bruna. I'm 15. And um, one time when I was talking to a detective, I forgot my name and my age. Wonderful. All right, let, let's talk about that real fast because that's <laughs> kind of fun. Okay, I figured you want uh, background information on that. It's kind of yeah. like, it's a good anecdote in isolation but like when you explain it it's not as fun the thing is my friend wanted out of her mom's house so she like went to the police and she said i don't want to be here and the police was like cool we'll send a detective to talk to all your friends about it instead of yeah instead of just letting her live with her dad she, <laughs> they sent a detective to her to the school to find out about uh, uh, her life so she that, uh that's <laughs> Yeah. Something. The, the detective pulls me out of history class and I go there and I don't know it's a detective yet. Like, I just get a pass saying, go to this place now. And I'm like, okay. And I thought I was getting expelled or something. I didn't do anything. I'm a good Christian child. Um, Of course. But I thought that, like, they were mad at me for anything. Like I said, fuck once. And I thought they were mad at me for that. Whatever. Of course. And... <laughs> And so I go there, and the lady, like, shakes my hand, and she goes, I'm detective, I don't remember her name, um, what's your name, and what's your age, and she starts recording me, like, saying things, and she gets, like, information on me and the girl, and she goes, what's your age, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh 12, no, 13, no, I'm, f I'm 15, and she stares at me, and she goes, are you sure? And that's it, that's the story. <laughs> Wonderful, no, that's fun, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to stay on that route, or is there something you want to talk about today? I don't know. Now that I started talking about that, <laughs> the uh oh, can we talk about music? Oh hell yeah, dude. Okay, so I made a list. I was bored, so I decided to make a list. Nice. Um, of people I listen to, in order of highest energy to lowest energy. Good. Thing is, where do I put Mitski? I would say, like, it depends on the album and the song and everything. Because, like, in terms of, say, like, Bury Me at Maycock Creek has very different emotional vibes than Lush has very different emotional vibes than Be the Cowboy, so on and so forth. So, like, I feel like if it, if I'm, like, trying to get hype, I will put on Townie. And if I'm trying to get unhype or just chill out, I'll put on like once more to see you or something. So yeah, she, I, I have a playlist called emotional minefield and it's just her <laughs> and boy genius. And that's it. Nothing else. And it, it just like the mood shifts so rapidly. It's wild. I love it. I have a playlist called four bad days and it has um, Carly Rae Jepsen of course. and mother mother's new and it got it's got also Mother Mother's new album on there, which is like 
When will we have a Mother Mother Carly Rae collab? That would be a good collab. I would listen to it, but also, like, it get, like I was listening to it, and it gave me whiplash because it went from, um like, one of those happy cutesy songs to headbanging. Wonderful. Pretty fast. But it's valid. Yeah, you know? Um... I was doing research on the Mitski thing because I really wanted to put her somewhere on the list. But um, Be the Cowboy ranges from 203 BPM to 90-something. Yeah. So that's pretty difficult. That's, that's a little bit too much. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm seeing, I've seen the tour already. I'm seeing it again. I love that album more than I love myself, probably. But, like, that's a very wild range. I, oh, I'm seeing the tour, too. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I'm going on April 11th. In Orlando. Nice. I'm going at late March. I'm seeing her in, in Baltimore. I've already seen her in D.C. She's just hitting up the East Coast again because cause why not? Yeah, I didn't catch her. I think she was in Miami the, 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 the first time. It's going to be my first concert. I've never done anything. This tour is really fun. Like, I wish... I wish it had been my first concert. My first concert was The Wiggles in 2003. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought uh, my first my one of my friends first concert was One Direction. Oh which, my god. Fun. Um I don't like what happened to One Direction? I so they broke up after like it, Six months after Zayn left, I remember this day like the back oh. of my hand because I was oh, like too. I was in eighth grade. I was that intended demographic, <laughs> but I was like super like I was a I was already shifting into disinterested lesbian mode. <laughs> so like I I was like trying to reject this incredibly heterosexual thing, but I saw a girl like get down on her knees and. Weep. <laughs> And I didn't want to laugh, but I did kind of laugh. And um, yeah, it was it was a bit of a wild time. Um, How long ago was that? I think I was in sixth grade, and yeah. I remember vividly a girl, like a group of girls, huddling in the bathroom because one of them was sobbing about it, and a teacher had to come out and like drag her to the nursery. Oh my or, goodness. Um. I was in sixth grade. I wasn't. I didn't even know I was gay, but I was one of those kids that was like, "I read Harry Potter. I don't like so Twilight, and you. boy bands are stupid." Yes, I thought no. I was so smart. We've all we've all I, been there. <laughs> like, um, I was. I had never. I never read Twilight. I've seen the movies. I read like half of the first book. It was a little bit like the big point where everyone was in it was like it was like I was like a year younger than that when it was super big and la and the like second mm -hmm. third fourth movies were were coming out and um so I tried to read it for my own sake and I didn't like it and <laughs> mostly just because I was like oh well I could be reading uh Harry Potter right now I could be reading Percy Jackson right now but instead I'm <gasps> I I loved Percy Jackson like I will I will keep reading Percy Jackson until I'm dead, but like I read all of it, including um the second series, and I think um that's how, like sometimes somebody will be like mention a Greek myth offhandedly, and I'll just like whip my head around and be like, "Did you know?" Yeah, yeah. 
that that one like harry potter was before my time even i feel like it like i was seven when the series finished when the series ended like it's like i know understand that like every like every fucking buddy has read it at this point somehow even if like it's bad now um but like Hunger Games and Percy Jackson were the two big things when I was in elementary middle school. Like those were, I feel like the ones my generation can claim. I don't know what's up with my gen. I think I'm the same generation as you, probably. Yeah, but yeah. I also, I grew up in Brazil, so it was kind of different. Like, um, mostly because we were a little late on things. Because like yeah. something releases in America, right? And you yeah. choose three releases everywhere else. So we were always kind of behind. So I feel like in like in middle school for me, uh like the Percy Jackson books were all the rage and I remember everyone read everyone read Twilight for some reason. Not in my, my middle school, but I was friends at high schoolers because I was that kid. Of course. Um I think that's it. I don't remember anyone reading anything else. People just really love Percy Jackson and The Hunger Games. And Divergent! Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot all Divergent. Divergent! Oh my god. Um, oh my god, that's throwing me back now. There was, like, there was a BuzzFeed article that came out recently about, like, or it might not have even been recent. I might have just read it recently. But it was about, like, how that film series bombed so much that, like... There was a film series? There was a film series um that only got two movies released and the third oh. one like the second one bombed so badly that the third one was going to be released as a tv movie but then the tv movie got canceled so um part of that is because the last book of the diversion series was so bad um is that did she die in that one she did die and it was really obvious because um the author whose name i'm forgetting uh decided to make it a dual narration thing and both of the narrative voices sounded exactly the same. And I was like getting angrier and angrier as I read the book because I couldn't distinguish the two narrators. Um, and then it was like, oh yeah, the main character is dead now. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought you'd do. Like, it was frustrating. <laughs> uh, I didn't finish it. Uh, it's not worth finishing. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be grouchy old book critic person who has strong opinions about YA novels because I'm suddenly 13 again and um don't it's not worth it it's not worth it I got that book I got that book for for Christmas when I was like 14 <laughs> and it, it it just it was disappointing I was like reading it New Year's Eve and I'm just like this is a really shitty <laughs> way to get to get into my 2015 or 2016 I forget what year it came out I'm not gonna google it because I don't care enough about the series but Oi. Two things to say. Um, for this Christmas, I got the Samos book. So that was a good, good New Year's. Nice. Thank you, Justin McElroy. Thank um, you, sir. And for your service. <laughs> this... <laughs> and the... now I know that we used to eat mummies. Uh, the second thing was that the thing with book series, YA series usually, is that I have a really bad habit of picking them up, reading up to the second or third book, in Harry Potter's case, the one with the Goblet of Fire, I think, was it. Or the Prisoner of Azkaban. Whatever. The big one. The big, big one. I got halfway through. I got halfway through. And I just, like, I put it down. I was like, I'll pick it up tomorrow. And I never did. 
it's just been sitting there for uh four years now. I don't think I'm gonna. That's that's probably for the better at this point. Yeah, at this point, it's not worth it. <laughs> Got the whole book series. I don't remember when, actually. Yeah, it's it's a wild time. It's always a wild time. On the subject of books, I used to have a very big collection of books before I moved to America three years ago, right? So I left all my books. Yeah. Um, but I used to have like this big bookshelf, and I remember that one time like, I had like manga, and I remember one time my dad went to like a bookstore and he bought me three different manga from three different collections, and they were they weren't even the first ones in the series. So like I read a random chapter of um. Madoka Magica, I think, was it. That was fun. Of course, that's a classic, and, though. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much good about Madoka about that, but it wasn't Madoka. Like, it was the other uh, uh, shonen, no, shoujo girl anime. Uh, what was it? The Sailor Moon. Sailor and Moon. I, yeah. Sailor like um, Madoka's was like a like a thematic breakdown of Sailor Moon. If we want to give it a lot of credit, but yeah. Um, Sailor Moon's the big one. I would give it a lot of credit just because I watched it three times and I really love it. Yeah, it it means a lot to me, and I'm I was like four I was like fourteen uh, and still like semi closeted, and I was just watching it and weeping. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen it. In I years. watched it the first time. I didn't know I was gay, and I didn't know it was a possibility for me. Like I always pictured it as something that happened to other people. Uh, like, yeah, because I was the like middle class privileged white girl, and I was like, you know, that happens to other people. But anyways, that's another story. I watched it, and I remember I was like, wow, I love this so much. I'm gonna cosplay someone from it, and I never made the collect connection. Also, I got a yeah, pixie cut when I was twelve. A- that was fun. <laughs> I cut all my hair off when I was like seven, and I didn't realize like i was like putting things together (laughs) fairly recently like oh i was a i was a fuck i was a i was a little butch child too (laughs) i it 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 doesn't the thing about like getting older and getting gayer is like you realize very slowly like subtly gay parts of your childhood like i had this huge crush on a girl (laughs) when i was really little and it got to like it got to a like not weird point, but like a I don't know. Um, comfortable, it usually is. Just com- unco- uncomfortable. But anyway, I like ran into ran into her for the first time in a while a couple a couple weeks ago in Target, and we're both gay now. So who'd have thunk? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, that's cute, actually. No, I think my like looking back, my first crush on a girl was this. Um, so I stayed after school when I was little just to do activities and stuff and there was like this Christian volunteer instructor she was not a teacher but she wasn't a student either she was like that weird in between that said school like I don't know but at school sometimes like elementary schools there's these like 17 year olds who volunteer to be with the kids and like they you treat them like a teacher but they treat you like a babysitter and I really, really loved her, and I really thought she was pretty. I made a card for her. 
<laughs> I don't. I've never seen her again because I moved uh, cities and then I moved uh, countries. I hope she's okay though. I just drank a uh, Starbucks uh, frappuccino. It didn't make me not sleepy, but it tastes yeah. yummy. So that's fun. I don't know how much um, I worked Jeff at Starbucks that. for. A- yeah, I worked at Starbucks for a year and a half, and it was. I like. Here's the thing about frappuccinos is that I like. I like coffee just fine. Like, I will drink black coffee if I need to. I will drink a latte most of the time. But I love fraps. Mm. Starbucks baristas, however, hate making fraps. So there's this weird, like, conflict between baristas who drink fraps and baristas who don't. It was, like, a bizarre feud. And I'm not sure if it was just my store or if it was multiple stores. I'm very glad I don't work for that company anymore. Let's just say. I'll put that out there. However, um, it's just a wild time all of the time. Um, Can I ask, what's wrong yeah, with making but... fraps? Why didn't they like it? They It takes a fairly long time. Like, I disagree with the fact that they're annoying to make just because, like, they it's not as complicated as a lot of people make them seem. But I will admit that I did become slightly more resentful of them that one time that a woman ordered um, 20 frappuccinos, 20 large ones, <laughs> and oh, no. um, got angry at us with, with our two blenders when we could only make like two in a, like not two, like four in a minute. And she was like, she was expecting us to have them done as soon as she asked for them. So, oi. Uh, um, it, it it's more of a customer service issue than it is a like issue with the drink itself because most of the people who order them are either like rude to us or um like we don't judge like kids but a lot of the a lot of times it's people who are like oh i read that on the secret menu there's so oh, no. and so forth yeah I hate it's, secret menu because it's either a complete lie or they give you the recipe and I don't feel comfortable with coming up to a Starbucks barista and listing off every single ingredient in my frappuccino. Yeah. There's a, I feel like there's a difference between custom drinks and I'd like a cream base at uh, 7 raspberry 18 so on and so forth. Because like I I have a custom order. I get I get a I like I adapt one of the hot chocolates to make it a coffee drink because I'm myself, but, um, it's just, some people are too complicated for their own goods at Starbucks. And I think it builds a bitterness in employees that manifests in terrible ways. Uh, (laughs) I think that, uh, Starbucks and retail working in general, I've never worked retail to be fair. But I do, like, I've seen people who do work retail, and it truly is a hellscape. Like, I've interacted with people who are interacting with other people, and it really, like, it would suck to stand there, I think, and take orders from people, and then not even get a thank you, I think. Like, it breaks you, you down. You are trying your best. You're trying your best, and then you spell Kaylee number 15 names wrong, and you get dragged on Instagram or something. And it's like, well, 
okay. It it cool. breaks it destroys your soul a little bit slowly. Like there was a point where I was so par okay, I made an enemy when I was working at Starbucks and I'm not kidding about <laughs> this. Like the the thought of this man still scares me today. Um here's the thing. He came in um I was like my my second month there, so I was still like kind of learning the ropes. I was working at the drive-through and I gave him his coffee and he squeezed the cup a little too hard and the barista who had made the drink didn't put on the lid right, so it spilled all over him. And like um, obviously he had a right to get mad, but he cursed and yelled at me specifically and said some very um rude things and all that jazz so anyway i forgot about it for a while other than the rude things he said months later he comes in with this ridiculously complicated order yells at me for getting it wrong even though i was like following the instructions written on the label so on so forth whatever i just think he's um i'm just like okay this guy this guy's an asshole whatever who really cares a couple months later i get into a car accident with his wife and it's her fault I will stand by the fact that it is her fault until I die. But I had like a shitty mohawk at the time. So I looked kind of like a delinquent. And um, so the cops came and I tell my side of the story and she tells her side of the story and the cop, the cops believe her. And she only called the cops because her husband told her to. And a couple of weeks later, I'm at work and I'm like, wait, what was that guy who cursed me out's last name again? And because they had the same first name and the first name wasn't super common. And just like, there we go. That it's not a fun story if I sum it up like that, but um, it, what a wild time that that whole relationship was. I wonder where he is now. Um, first, can you elaborate on the Mohawk? Second, did you post that on Tumblr? Cause I recognize it and either someone stole that or you posted it before. I think I posted it like a year ago when it was happening. I did have oh. um the mohawk lasted for maybe a week cuz I have really thick hair so it grows back fast. It's all um I can DM you a photo later but it is maybe the worst haircut I have had in my life. Um I had a mullet for 6 months because I had a pixie cut and then decided to grow it out for my kisses so um pals I, I, no i've had mullets the mohawk was a <laughs> uh, a reckless decision made by a reckless woman made by um stressful circumstances and it just there was a universal hatred of it like i wore a beanie for about a month straight just even after it had grown out just to avoid my own shame um yeah haircuts are bad all the time i think that's very valid yeah. but i also think that it's cool that you got it in the first place i've been wanting to either cut or dye or shave my hair for a long long time but i don't do it because then i'm like what if it grows bad but you know what it might grow bad, it might not, but at least I've done it. Yeah, you know? no, that's why I started dyeing my hair, to be honest, honestly. I've talked about it on this show before, I think, where, like, it, um, I just wanted to make a dramatic change, and I didn't want to repeat the mistake of the past, which is to say the mohawk, because it was just a bad haircut. That's the truth of it. It wasn't the fact that it was what it was, but the fact that it was a bad haircut. 
Um, so <laughs> I, um, like, I try and keep, like, a fairly, like, my hair short. I like it short, but I don't want to change to the style because I like the way it is now. So I started dyeing my hair, and it just, like, it's very cathartic to be able to change something for a temporary amount of time, you know? Um, but I don't know. I I like the, in my writing, I use haircut symbolism a lot, just because I think it's, like, really fascinating as a phenomenon um, of, like, like, in so many cultures, it's this significant... Um, like signifier of change or a fun experience. Yeah, I really want to start playing D and D again. Like I, I have like so many different like character sheets that I have. Like I just, I'm like okay. <laughs> I don't know how to like put myself out there. Like I want to play. I I do. I want to do this, but um because I have not played since I was maybe twelve. Um, but like I want to play D&D again so badly and it's because of fucking Taz. Like I've been wanting to play D&D again for 2 <laughs> years. Uh do you have any like I found out? No, keep going. Um, oh, what were we going to ask me? No, no, keep going. Oh, I said I was going to say that I found out about D&D through um my mother really really loved um what was that show with Sheldon? Sheldon Big Bang Theory. Yes, that one. They mentioned ta- they mentioned um D and D one time, and I was like watching it with my mom. <sighs> I was watching it with my mom, and uh, they go like, they make a joke about Dungeons and Dragons. They were like, "Are you mad every time you find a dragon in Dungeons and Dragons or something Wild. like that?" And why well, I was mad when I found it. Like my friend made a dungeon with a dragon inside it, and I'm going to kill him. Wonderful. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. uh, uh, so they made that joke, and I heard the words Dungeons and Dragons, and for uh, the longest time, I was like seven, so for like uh, five years, I thought that Dungeons and Dragons was like um, the game Slides and Ladders. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was like a board but game, I'm, but it had Dungeons I'm and Dragons. I'm trying to figure out how to game design this, because I, I see potential in it. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure it's already been made, but I want a role-playing shoots and ladders. I want shoot. I want the tabletop <laughs> RPG of shoots and ladders, please, God. Oh my God, I'm writing that down in my notes. Uh, okay, so on D and D, do you have any like fun characters you're doing? Because I, uh, that's my big thing in D and D, and I know it's corny, and I know it's like, like there's also adventuring, and there's also like cool like game mechanics and shit but i am so attached to everyone's player characters and i'm that's why i miss playing it proper so much just because i like Uh i I was a theater kid i am a recovering theater kid as as are many D &D characters Uh, not D &D characters D D players um maybe the characters are yeah mate is fucking bards jesus um but like we i don't know i like the whole improv and dynamic aspect of it like as a writer as a um as a um someone who is going to school for playwriting and for comedy and all that jazz like it's um i love improv that's the end of the sentence i love improv i no i get you completely and you're so valid yeah and i do say I do say that as like an up and coming theater kid I guess, because last year eighth grade 
I got into our spring musical, mm. and I really enjoyed it. Yes, it was fun. I really enjoyed it and enjoyed the experience, even though I was um, ensemble and I had no lines. I just like I was nice. a tree. <laughs> I danced as a tree. Um, um, my middle school whatever. play, uh, we did Shrek the Musical. I was cast as the dra- <laughs> I was cast as the dragon. This is the sixth grade, <laughs> and there we had our. Uh, I, I Peruvian exchange. We had Peruvian exchange students at my middle school. I lived in Peru for a while because of that program, um, but there was a and I met this girl later on. But there was this really cute girl who was come who was over from Peru, and she was obsessed with um, with Shrek because of course um, because like the memes had already started at that point and like the current manifestation of Shrek memes. And so whatever, you get my point. But I was cast as the dragon um, and all of my lines were cut. All of my songs were cut. All of my dances were cut. So now I do sound design and set design. Was that, uh, when did that video come out? It was like, I love Shrek. And it was like a, a really oh. weird kid. Oh, Shrek is, yeah, love. That Shrek was... is life. That one. It came in, out in. Oh my God. That was. Uh, the... It came out in 2015. Did it? Was it only 2015? <laughs> it seems like because it was. I remember it now. was out in 2014 at least. Yeah, because I remember I was. Um, it was like when I was super into Welcome to Night Vale that it came out. I I, I track things <laughs> in when I, whether or not I was super into Welcome to Night Vale. Um, good lord. Oh, okay, wait, I found it. The original, uh, uh, text, green text, was posted on 4chan in January 14th. Yeah, I was only I nine years the... old is the first line. That is not in the video. <laughs> yes! And then in February 18th, 2013, the video, the yeah. dramatic reading came up. Uh, I don't know when the the popular 3D animation video happened. Wait. Of course, 2014. March oh, 2014. here's one from February though. So that was fun. February was... 2014. Oh, here's the know your think, meme. I don't think I was a person yet. February, yeah, February uh 2013. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at. It was the dramatic reading, and then um. Yeah. 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 In which of 14, so the age slowly changes as the green text um, evolves, right? Um, and holy shit, there's so much. Of... Oh my god. I didn't god. remember how bad this was. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was super funny. Oh, it there, there's a Wattpad page. Um, holy shit. Oh, no. oh my god. Um this Wattpad is part eight. Um I wake up with Shrek sitting next to me. This is by Freckles with a Z twelve, by the way, just so you know. I I, I wake up with Shrek sitting next to no. me. I love him so much. His eyes flutter. He says good morning, beautiful. I giggle. Uh the kids walk you? in. They jump on the bed. They tell us to wake up. This is actually really sweet. This is. I think that I think that I'm it's missing Shrek, context. Though. Wherein Fiona and Donkey are both murdered in this fic. This is um. Here's the fault in our Shrek. There's a Shrek times Peppa Pig. Uh, Shrek times Reader. For some reason, this isn't really a massive joke. 
I'm now I'm going through the Wattpad Shrek tag, so I'm very sorry. Um, but let's get back to D and D because that's easier to talk about <laughs> than the, than these bander snatched my wig. Okay, oh, yes. I'm closing out now because that was Absolutely. bad. Um, wrong. Okay, <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. Um, yeah. So D and D, what's up with that fun dice game? What's up with that? Uh, um, I nice. I homebrewed half my character because, like, I didn't know the rules of D and D, but I did know that D and D Beyond we, existed. So I found a bunch of cool stuff on there. I and then I found out none of my D and D Beyond account is like ninety percent homebrew saved stuff right now. Um, be I. Critical Role, like, ruined me because all I do is use D&D Beyond. Like, I just do it in my free time. I'm like, what can I do on D&D Beyond right now instead of, like, something I actually need to be doing? Big, big mood. I don't go on D&D Beyond that often. But I do procrastinate on uh, everything. Uh, but I oh can't, boy. like, I came up with a character before I talked to the DM. Or before I joined the campaign at all, like I was just I listened to Taz, and then my friends were talking about me nice. about D and D because they played D, like my IRL friends played D and D, because of course they do, and they were like, "Oh, if you want to create a character using yeah. D and D races, is fun and cool because then you get a basis, right?" And I was like, "That's fun." So then, like months later, I was invited to a campaign. And I was like, "I have all these characters," but all of them were like cool characters tm with no sheets or like backstories or adhering to rules because they were ocs more than they were DD characters yeah so i had to adapt I, them i feel like but it's okay playing in a campaign though which is why i want to get back into playing it so bad like i have this one character i really want to play but i don't know how she would like fit into any given campaign just because like i She's a fucking fighter, and, like, there's too many martial classes. Everyone I know who's in a campaign has too many martial classes, but I'm so bad at mages. So. Our, um, our party right now is, uh, one bard, one half bard, half rogue. Y'all gonna die. Two paladins and one wizard. Um. Yeah, the wiz, the, um, wait, there's one wizard, and there's one other dude, and I don't know what their class is. Nice. Because I don't think they listed it. Nice. Or it was some homebrew stuff that I didn't memorize. Whatever, anyways, they're super cool, and they do magic. But, um, me and the, like, I'm a paladin, and the other paladin, and we're both the only good, like, of good course. aligned people in the party. Everyone else is, like, chaotic neutral, because we're all gay. Um, nice. It was very fun, and I adopted animals. And animals in D and D are the only important part of D and D. We the <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I also adopted an orb because um, there was this there was this like green orb laying around in in in, in a castle, and we touched it, and it was like wild perfect. magic. Like if you touched it, you had a random effect applied to you. So like. One person got one HP knocked down, but another person got nice. like a plus one Wild. to perception. 
So we it was love really wild magic. Random. Anyways, God, I'm I miss. We D&D. touch it a bunch this of times. This is mostly this podcast is just we mostly going to be me yelling. Yeah. I miss D and D because I do. I want to play so. I want to play so bad. Okay, All you're right. valid. We touch it a bunch of times, right? And then I hug it, and then it turns into a person or perfect. So now I have that and a All bat. right, so I'm gonna. Oh, I got homework to do. I just fun. realized. So I'm gonna wrap this up. So yeah. uh, let's finish up with my good old wrap-up question. What song yeah. are you feeling right now? Give me a song. Yeah. Right now. Okay. This is difficult because yeah. I have songs stuck in my head that I don't really feel like. And yeah. my music taste is very edgy. And I feel happy. So it's hard. I'm going to go with... Uh, it's mother all right by mother mother this is the only positive song i can think of <laughs> i haven't listened to them lately but um ghosting came up on my spotify discover weekly which is the only thing that i like physically can listen to anymore my spotify discover weekly um so it um <laughs> like it is all i can um i was just like oh my god it's a it's a perfect reminder uh, what album was that one on? Fuck. What album is that? Is that song on? Ghosting. Uh, oh my heart. Okay. Oh, it's alright. Is on the I newest one. I, Dance I, I completely skipped over it. I was like, I don't, I don't think that one's on this album. Huh. There we go. Got her on there. <laughs> all right. So, anything you want to close out with? Oh. Thank you. Uh, I love you too. Have I a know. great night. I love you. That's all. You too. Do you remember this old afternoons in bed? The smell of lavender and lemon flowing around our heads. You got that look in your eye. You laughed at something I said.
stay in 